Good morning. Good morning, Jamie. <laughs> I forgot to test my audio. Am I sounding all right? You're sounding all right. Excellent. <laughs> well, good morning. <laughs> good morning. I always feel like the, the start is always like, are we synced up? Are we like, yeah, is everything connected? Yeah, this is the magic of no editing. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's raw. <laughs> it's real. It's unconstrained. <laughs> A boomer and Xer solve the riddles of technology. One, one live before your one conference eyes. call at a time before your eyes. Uh, well, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Will they succeed in connecting? Connection check. Now will they try? How long will, will it last? Will they triumph over the complexities of Zoom? It's very true. Very true. It's a mystery yet to be unfolded. Yeah. At some point we will up our game here, but uh, I have no you know, idea when that is. I don't know. Yeah. We got to figure out what that looks like. What does that look like to up our game here? Yeah. You know, so I, I think we need to upload our audio files. That would be one level, right? Um, well, I uh, I am. I did uh, take one step toward that. I have an account set up at um, Anchor FM. Uh, the thing is, is you can also upload the video files there. And I'm wondering if they just automatically just break out the audio. I'm wondering. That. It's possible. I know my friend who recommended it was like, you'll love it. It's easy. You just upload and go. Like she was like, if, if I can do it, you can do it. And I, I was just like, okay, you might have serious overestimates of my abilities these days. My desires really. I don't even know if it's ability, yes. lack of practice. <clears throat> but yeah, well, housekeeping aside, how are you feeling? You know, last week uh, this is COVID. Yeah, this is day 11 of my COVID quarantine. Um, yesterday, I still tested positive yesterday. Wow. But I'm feeling much, I mean, I'm feeling much better. Definitely, yeah. I can, definitely the energy is down. Yeah. But uh, according to the CDC and every other bit of information I can find today's definitely I mean yes I could have gone out yesterday but uh, uh, the forest fire smoke here in Seattle today is the um, makes us the worst air quality in the world we are wow. the city that we're worse than um, <laughs> worse than China worse than Bangalore in India worse than any of the historically uh polluted cities it's just that we have uh um, we've had s really no rain in september and october to speak of wow which is and, and the so the forest too. and we have a lot of trees here yeah in the northwest for people who've been here there are a lot of trees and um uh, when it's that dry they burn even on the even on the historically moist uh west side of the mountains yeah so we have had one forest fire that's been burning for uh, more easily more than a month so depending on which way the wind is blowing or if the wind is not blowing uh our whole area just fills up with 
smoke. And so today is, today it's supposed to be blowing out. And then by Friday, we're supposed to have some rain for a week. Oh, that's good. Hopefully that'll help and clear the air as well. I know we've had a few days where we get the California smoke, um, forest fire smoke when we, you know, they're not as active, I don't think right now, but we had a few days where, yeah, you just go outside. It looks like the apocalypse happened and you're just like, wow, what is happening? But yeah, right now, no complaints. It's, it was actually very chilly out this morning. A very crisp 68 for, for me. That's very cold. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's, was- uh, that's about the average temperature here this time of year. <laughs> like we're just average down from 120. So <laughs> for, for me, that's like really cold. Yeah. But yeah, it, it came on really quickly though. It just seems like the last two mornings have been, you know, we were like, we were like hovering in the eighties there for a while in the mornings. And then, yeah, just the last day or two, it's been like 68, 65 while we're out on our walk. And it's, uh, it's notably cooler and I love it. It's a welcome cool for sure. But it just, you know, it catches you by surprise if you didn't dress for it and you're <laughs> used to eighties or hundreds, a 20 degree drop is pretty significant. Yeah. That's up here. That's still shorts weather. Hmm. I'll be wearing board shorts. Yeah, that's what a lot of people <laughs> who move here. I mean, like I can stand heat that make most people go, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> it was like when, here for, I think when you're acclimated to Las Vegas weather, it's when it drops to a hundred, you're like, oh, it's great out today. You know, so it's only a hundred we hear ourselves saying. Yes, it's a dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> that's Not what so- the non-locals say. <laughs> yeah. Not not so here. Yeah, actually, I think the the moisture in the air. I don't know why we're going on and on about the weather. I'm so excited. Well, just because to talk we're about everything, but we're winding up. This is the wind up. <laughs> it's the wind up. <laughs> I'm really going on about the weather today, but yeah, it's uh, we've had more humidity this year than we've had in a very long time, and it's noticeable. It's it's strange because we're not used to it. Um, well, we, you've had flooding. Yeah, we have more rain than we've had in 10 years um, this yeah. year, So it, which is so. great. It's badly needed, <laughs> but, but yeah, you feel it. You notice the difference. It's, it's everywhere. Well, for those of you just tuning in, the two of you tuning in today to this <laughs> both, podcast, both folks. for those of you who don't know, Jamie lives in Las Vegas and I live in Seattle and, uh, these discussions really are just about the general global weirding that's going on. Yeah, because exactly. It's uh, and uh, what was once normal is no longer normal anymore. We have no, there's no way to predict. I, in the last, let's say, four years, um, I've experienced more forest fire smoke than I have experienced in the previous 50 years of, um, or 60 years, my entire life, basically. Yeah. I would uh, say even me as well. I mean, and I've been around a few forest fires, but yeah, dry desert forest fires. Yeah. So the, it's very, um, I mean, forest fires are a natural part of 
you know, the, what happens in the environment, but the uh, quality and the intensity of them has been incredible. And the, the level to which Seattle and Portland and Bellingham and Vancouver, British Columbia have been choked by these fires is incredible. Yeah. And, uh, these last few days i have i have a whole house air hipa air filter now that i bought that i bought several years ago um just because i didn't want to wake up in my house uh with everything smelling like a barbecue or a campfire yeah and that's that's what was happening but i'm i am lucky that in that regard (laughs) Yeah, our mugs are a really similar color today. Um, yeah, this one's like robin's egg or <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> hey, same, same mug. We got the mug memo. Today. We got the mug mug Mine's memo. Milwaukee mug. But yeah. Mine is a mug made in China, I'm sure. Yeah, most likely. Any of the mass pro- anyway. Anyway, so what's so- been up? other than uh, COVID and what have you been Well, I, th- I think what's interesting is that I've been here a perfectly fine quarantined, not that I planned for it or anything. I didn't, uh, but uh, today I pretty much, the refrigerator is empty. The pantry is empty. There aren't <laughs> any more cans. There aren't any more cans of sardines. Um, but I have just, kind of tracked my comfort level or my sense of ease here at home pretty much have done nothing that anyone would call productive other than a few kind of housekeeping things bought a few things but uh it's been 10 or 11 days of just being here and that uh, being my own company and being fine with it, so I, I got that. I got that. that <laughs> I got that going for me, and I find even that I don't want to do anything. Right? I don't have a. Um, I I had no interest in achieving, accomplishing, trying to figure stuff out. I had other people calling me up trying to figure stuff out. People who wouldn't, one one person who, uh, who I wouldn't expect to call me up, but was so desperate that they called me up to fix what I didn't, I don't think I fixed it, but I, gave them some information yeah, about what they <laughs> what they thought was broken and then more people telling them making it more complicated than it was yeah so the so i i've been building this i guess vortex of calm and peaceful and uh comfort and ease and then allowing it to just carry me through the week where I just get up, I make my food. I didn't, 
have a want or a lack for anything, maybe something crunchy, like some toast. There was no toast anymore. <laughs> but, but if that's the extent of it, that's, that's a pretty that was good it. place to be. You could use something a little crunchy, but other than that, things are all right. Yeah, that was it. I didn't have a need to go out. Yeah. Right. And so that put me in a place of thinking about, well, if I don't have any overt, uh, let's say, desires, what do I want? Right. What it's an even more open blank space from which to create. Yeah. And if I do want to hang out with people or if I do want like, who are those people? What, yeah. who, what is the, what is the point? Because I've had these uh, 10 days of emptiness. Now there's plenty to fill them with, right? Like plenty of just reading dumb things online and, you know, things that we would call time wasting, but in between there is, there is no agenda. Well, there wasn't an agenda to begin with. So the question keeps arising, well, okay, then what do I want to do? What am I grateful for? How lucky am I that I am here in this place where I have an air filter, a water filter, I have a pantry and a fridge filled with apparently 11 days worth of food, vegetables the whole nine yards yeah yeah but not toast anymore (laughs) no toast (laughs) (laughs) no that's really um it's really good and it's a really like it's an interesting perspective right like um like how long can you go in this state how long do you want to go in this state do you need to go in this state I don't know like it, it opens my mind to a lot of like Hmm. I wonder, you know, like, where am I? Where am I at this time when you're experiencing this? What am I experiencing? We've had kind of an interesting week of like a lot of things have popped up, but like everything is still rolling, you know, like I, I don't know, like little things. It just seems like, like Ken had some car trouble and we had to have his car towed and then I had to go get him and that was all good. You know, like it, it all it all worked very easily because we have, you know, it's like, yes, the car broke down, but tow truck took it to the place. I went and got him like easy. Right. And then the next day, yesterday, his car was, so we have one car for our whole family and, but getting, you know, taking my daughter to work, picking her up easy. The other one I needed to pick up from school and my oldest daughter who just got her driver's license last week went and picked her up for me so I could do some phone calls that I needed. Yeah. Just like things are starting to, you know, like everything while there was a lot kind of stacked up it all, like it was kind of just like going through the check boxes there, getting it done, getting it done. Nothing felt overly stressful or, um, I got tired. Then I get cranky when I get tired. <laughs> I get tired by the end of the night. But other than that, and then I wasn't that cranky, I don't think. But yeah. Just have just... a piece of toast. Yeah, right? <laughs> Take, the edge, off. Take the edge off. That's it. I hate to do that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's funny, though, because like, it's been an 
inordinately like busy, right? I guess like busier than normal. But I keep saying in my mind, I'm like, I'm exactly as busy as I want to be. Um, like I enjoy this level of busy right now. And sometimes I like to relax and let go a little bit. And sometimes I, I, I don't know, I like to, yeah, I like it when things crank up, but I don't feel like I'm doing it. It's just happening. And then I, you roll with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Huh. <laughs> so yeah, there's all of, all of that. Um, wearing my jacket because it's chilly I was feeling a little under the weather actually yesterday which I still feel is lingering a little bit but yeah Mm. I don't know I don't think it's COVID or anything I haven't tested for it though yet I thought about doing it yesterday I was like just see how I feel tomorrow I think it's sinuses yeah uh def well it's compounded here because we have the smoke right it's like the if you have covid your sinuses are going to even be less happy because the air quality is so terrible well i have a um everything like okay so via email i subscribe to this thing called notes from the universe have you ever heard of it um no but i i am familiar with similar concepts people who have like a daily exactly newsletter of something positive yep and so this is very similar and it's as if the universe has written you a little email and and a thought and um every day there i like i actually look forward to them and they i don't have them on saturday and sunday but you can sign up for those but i just i don't know i subscribed to it probably a decade ago and i i get these in my inbox every day and i i like them i like i feel like whoever wrote them and I mean, you can get that information through it's through notes from the universe, but uh, I think it's tut.com, T-U-T.com mm. is where I get them. And, but at the end of everyone, it just says thoughts become things, choose good ones. And that's probably my favorite part of all of them, of all of the emails is that in the little footer, it's like thoughts become things, choose good ones. And I, I love that. Um, I think about it a lot and I think about choosing good thoughts I don't know so I just wanted to throw that out there that that's something that I have I kind of forgot about these little notes from the universe for a while but as we've struck up our conversations um they've started I don't know I I, I'm paying more attention to them I guess and I feel like whoever wrote them is is somewhere in the same scope (laughs) of dialogue and you know you were saying like who do I want to hang around and you know, it's, it's, it's that it's like curating the things in your life to be exactly what you want them to be. No. Well, it, yeah. I mean, and, and curating that curating our lives starts with our mind, right? It starts with our consciousness. What, like, what is first of all, understanding what is our consciousness and that that never stops right that that quest of who we are and what we are um if we really are a seeker or a pilgrim then that that never stops that's part of the i mean that's i guess my motivating curiosity at this point in life and all the other material things that i've done they don't really have as much interest to me yeah it falls away it falls away which 
um, can be dangerous if we have a high level of investment in our material world, <laughs> right? It, if we have a lot of managed things that we need to manage in our material world, yeah. that can feel dangerous to our ego, which is wrapped up in, well, who am I? What is my job? What's my, I mean, uh, eventually, you know, I have a big runway, but eventually I will need to answer some of these questions so that yeah. my material that my, my, my lucky and fortunate material life can continue in some way yeah. to s support me. I mean, I could be living in a van or on a sailboat or, yep. or somewhere in the country. I don't know what that is, but the, the idea that every single, uh, thought, every single idea, every single intention is resonating out in the universe. And so then it's like, well, what is the collective force of all of the things that we are thinking all day long? And most, most of the time, it's very incoherent, right? We just have the monkey mind and we're thinking about this, we're judging that, we're placing, putting energy into things that have very little positive consequence in our lives we're just let's say we're just shuffling material things around or ideas around but all of that shuffling is incoherent and it doesn't lead to many things but there are things that are very coherent right i mean uh when a team comes together and we have a business idea and we build a business plan uh those things uh, can unify people under a common mission. And then all of a sudden thoughts start aligning and actions start aligning and then results start aligning and we create things like a company. Yeah. Right. Or a, any kind of project or a new home, or, I mean, I am amazed, you know, when we, we look at things like central park in New York city, that was a plan that came yeah. out of someone's mind <laughs> and then other people bought into it and then people put resources behind it energy thoughts actions and then all of a sudden we have this uh jewel in the middle of a city called central park and how does how do those things those are all grand at least on a on a human scale, those are all kind of grand manifestations. But they're all because people aligned their thoughts. Yeah. And believed that the, uh, this alignment of thoughts could manifest something. And uh, so we all have that power. But as individuals it's a lot of work, right? It's a, it's a lot of work if you're just an individual trying to uh, focus without support or alignment from people or a community around us. So it is a much, uh, let's say it's a much more daunting, but a much more pure path 
to um, enlightenment and manifesting things because you're not relying on external input. You're just going inward. We're just going inward and discovering what's there. It's such an interesting, that was something I, I feel like I was, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in the space of um, going in versus reaching out. And, and I don't know if reaching is the right word, but bear with me for a minute. Like uh, all of the stuff that I often teach, like the the tools for getting unstuck and stuff like that, right? Which um, nice framework that works great but there was like okay so there's the strategy of that is all about like everything that you need is already inside you right but then on the sort of opposite side maybe um there's there's learning and growing which is often outside us and so for a while i spent i spent quite a long time i think it was last year as I was trying to finish my little book and work on some other stuff, I was I spent a lot of time just kind of like dancing with that idea of what what do I already have within me, you know, and and I feel like there's a, a lot there, right? A lot to work with. But then as I as I look outside me, that's where I, I learn and and I I connect with other people, whether they're of similar mind or or not. Um, you know, you learn who you want to have around you more and, and things that you can learn from other people who've had either similar or completely different experiences that you can somehow inform what you have and, and grow from it. And I, I don't know, I guess I, I don't really have like a solid statement around this. It, it's just that like, that's an exploration my mind has, has pondered for a while. Um, but I never really like it. There's no end point to it, if that makes sense. I haven't really reached any like there's no landing. It's just kind of okay. We're inside today. We're outside today. We're inside. We're outside. Well, um, that brings up an interesting premise of again uh, this kind of linear thinking of inside and outside and consciousness research and mystics might say that what you see is just a reflection of everything that you are right that your consciousness the, the world doesn't exist without your consciousness the color blue doesn't exist without somebody judging or making it making up the idea of the color blue like um, birds don't have a separate word for the color blue maybe they do maybe they don't but their perception and their level of consciousness is attuning and attending to other things so the everything we see or when we decide we say we are inward or outward if we leave the linear world of judgment there is no inward and outward it's right. all the same it's all part of your conscious experience and the only difference is is in the way your mind your ego judges it and decides whether it's inward or outward or introverted or extroverted or 
seeking or receiving or teaching or learning all of these things they are happening simultaneously without any judgment by the universe right we don't it's it's just the way we decide to define them right right that's easy, it easy way that's, to wrap our brain around something right and the uh and then if we at when we choose to leave this linear way of thinking then we are we go back to that uh, beautiful point we arrived at in that we are nature we are just all of it yeah right there is no separation nature doesn't have a judgment about nature yeah which is such a good thing. You're just I mean, in it. A good reminder, you know, like it's a, do you ever find that stuff on the, the reminder part that you need it? Or are you like, just, um, I don't know, aware at all times, or do you actually like, does a reminder, do you, does that serve you? Does that make sense? Um, well, I, I don't, I don't know that I am. seeking a reminder i'm just always curious about what's there and how i am experiencing things and so like this week i just noticed that i didn't care and i wasn't depressed i just was here in the house doing the covid protocol i had to I, mean, I could have been miserable about it i guess right. you know like oh damn i gotta be in quarantine for 10 days and you know i'm gonna be really lonely or but i didn't have any of that and i'm not sure that there are lots of places where i'm wondering um how is my life going to look? Who are my, when, because even just recently having been divorced and then being on my own and wondering, well, what do relationships look like? What does, what do I want for a companion or a partner? Do I need a companion or a partner? What is, okay. what is important about that? All of these things I don't, I don't have answers for them and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm just more curious as to who I am in any circumstance and where is this going to go? I know that what we do here every day is one of the best parts of the week, but I have no idea where it will take us. I, I have Same. right yeah <laughs> right there's no idea we we keep arriving we we and the the format is the same we start off with some small talk whether it's about the weather or the but then we go to places where most of us don't spend time which is this kind of empty void where we have who we think we are and then who we really are 
which is much more vast and much more inexplicable than we could ever describe to each other in words. And so we surround it with words and we surround it with linear concepts. But in the end, it's much more magical and vast and inexplicable. And so, you know, maybe future podcasts will just be the two of us saying hello and then 30 minutes of silence. Yeah, <laughs> and we're knows, like, okay. Right? We it. did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Nice to see you. It is interesting. Um, it is interesting. So in the, the, we talk a lot about frameworks in the framework that we exist within. It, it always feels like there's a need to define things, right? Like where we're going, how we're going to get there. It, like, it, and yet I don't really feel that with this. I've never felt a pressure about it. Like, we're just like, okay, we show up, we talk, we do our thing. And I, I actually like really love the, so by contrast, by contrast, um, earlier this year, I did a podcast, a 12 episode podcast and it was live. I did it live, uh, live stream style. And I had topics, but I had to fill a very specific time slot. It had to be like 56 minutes because they had four minutes of ads or whatever. So I had to come in somewhere between 53 and 57 minutes. And, and I had to write, like prepare content. Like I had to prepare yet at the same time, like it's, it's, I don't know, there are stories and there are experiences that you're sharing, but you got to smash it in to this specific time window. And sometimes there's tech issues and sometimes there's not. And so it, it just by contrast of that, right? Like, so there was this experience that every week I would prepare, I would spend a lot of time preparing for what I was going to say. Um, I do a practice run. I love the sort sort of free and openness about this, that it doesn't come with that sort of fear or anticipation or um I don't know it doesn't come with any of those I guess like tethers maybe that I felt with that other one and I I love that because I feel like I'm growing in a different way where as that was certainly a growing experience but it was very uh confined I, I feel like the you know like I definitely grew from it I, I even grew a tiny little audience from it but at the same time, people keep asking if I'm going to do a season two. And I'm like, well, I'm doing this other thing right now. And I'm enjoying this other thing right now. And I don't know that I need to return to that. It almost feels like that would be force fitting something that I've grown out of, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. I mean, it sounds contrived, but then all, um, all of these types of uh, podcasts and YouTube series, uh, they all have some formula, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you come up with a formula and then you keep giving that formula to the audience. Exactly. Our formula is just called, un pardon me, our formula is just called unconstrained and we are true to that formula or lack of formula. But in the end, there is a, pattern to it um but it's a pattern that's organic based on whatever we're talking about 
Yeah. So, and the, <laughs> and there's a kind of a singular intent, I guess, to keep going deeper or broader or uh, into more uncharted territory right. and ex accepting the vastness of this uncharted territory. On that topic, okay, uncharted territory. Okay, so now, now we're get, we're getting somewhere here. <laughs> really, okay, I thought so we were. <laughs> I thought we were too, but then that opened up a whole nother thing where, like, there's, you know, a, a few weeks ago we like I felt like we we like next leveled. I feel right, and mm -hmm. and then I feel like we do it again and again and again, and then I get hungry for that feeling of next level or whatever it is whatever that feeling is that happens yes also see i feel like i feel it again now like like it just it's like yeah uncharted territory like there it is right and there's the the thing that i get excited about because that's the thing i'm excited about i guess right now like before that we were like i am nature and and like all the things that have unfolded since but today I, like that's the theme i always feel like my mind is is searching for something to kind of hang on to which is probably kind of an elementary um you know it's a constraint of my mind and and i'm okay with that because i feel like the unchartered aspect of this is exactly why i show up right like it's 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 to experience that and to the reminder, the reminder aspect. It's like, just because I, I know about it doesn't mean I'm good at it, but I feel like we get better at it every time we do this. And like, at least for me, I get, I feel like I get better at it. I get, I get more um, experience, right. Of, of letting go more experience of being open and more experience of like, just being open. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. know. So yeah, anyway, so that when you said the word uncharted, like that was really a an exciting word for me. Yeah. Well, I think the exciting part is for me is that in the material world, I've done who knows i could judge or say that enough adventure right i've paddled north of the arctic circle i've bicycled around europe i have climbed glaciated peaks i have done rock climbing things that would make most people shit their pants and those are all kind of normal right. things in my material life experience so that when you know, years ago when you and I would work together and we would maybe be in a conference room with a client and some coworkers, when people would be shitting their pants, I would be calm because I knew that none of these things that were happening would kill me. Right. So yeah, that, for sure. Right. So that I had a certain very broad adventure based, uh, young and middle-aged life. Yet all of those things pale, all of those adventures pale in comparison to this adventure that we're having now, because I know, I mean, I know there are limitless material adventures. I could, you know, like I could go back to Columbia and I could explore all kinds of stuff every weekend from our office there. I could do more rock climbing 
but the actual material aspects of the adventure don't matter to me anymore. Like I don't need to go to the Arctic again to experience the Northern Lights or to paddle a thousand miles. I don't need to do those things unless I am with someone where we're having another experience on top of that, a kind of non, uh, we're not accumulating material experiences, we are accumulating spiritual experiences. And so those can happen anywhere. They're happening, I would posit that they are happening here every week that we do this conversation. And those adventures are more significant because those change the world. Instead of me going out in the world and experiencing the world in the way I think it is, changing myself from the inside and how I view the world is what's changing everything. I, I love that. I love that. And I have to have to get up for one second to grab a book that I just I just got and I can't remember the name of but it's right over there hang on one second okie doke okay we're pausing for a moment while Jamie grabs a book right. and she's, she's <laughs> okay. back I'm back I'm back so I interestingly I was buying I was buying some books about culture and you know I'm doing a bunch of work in that regard um different offices and all I mean anyway I got I found this one on Amazon it's called liminal thinking and the subtitle says create the change you want by changing the way you think I have not started this book yet it was just one of those things that was like I bought I bought this culture map book and you know and I and then it was underneath in the Amazon like thing right I was like oh that sounds interesting and so I'm I'm gonna read this book by Dave Gray and and see but like what you were saying there um like that's everything right it's like change create the change you want by changing the way you think everything that we've done here has been at least for me like it, it's very much about changing the way I think and in learning how to do that without thinking about it, right? Like, so changing the way I think without actually thinking about it, like that's that's one of my goals, right? It, it's to, to not just, you know, we talked about this too. It's not just waiting for a feeling to happen or, or like being quiet and calm enough to feel how I feel, but actually consciously deciding I'm going to feel this about this and, and, and letting that be the, the runway that, um, that I start my day on. And, and then like, you know, how does that carry me through the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the month or, or whatever, or like the, the little mile markers between our conversations, um, you know, how to, cause this is always sort of that, like, reset no matter what's happened no matter how good no matter how whatever um the the time between these calls has unfolded it's always exciting to kind of go okay don't forget like everything is open <laughs> don't forget you can actually decide 
to change the way you think. Don't forget that you get, you get to decide you get to, um, yeah. Anyway, that was a big ramble. I, I got very excited though, when you said that, cause it reminded me of this, this little book here. Yeah. And that reminded me of, uh, uh our friend Garrett Kelly, Oh yeah, who we, who we used to work with, who Garrett. has a, um, a, uh, an Instagram channel called liminal earth. And he and his buddies created a map. Uh, they started in Seattle of all of the areas in Seattle where there were um, non-ordinary phenomena happening. And so oh, they, they have an integration with a giant Google map. And now they've done this, I guess, globally in other cities. I had no where, idea I was doing this. That's so Yeah. Cool. Check, out, check out our pal Garrett Kelly at Liminal Earth. I totally will. Uh, and he is—he's uh, just uh, wacky. Mm-hmm. Um, is the best way to describe it. He's got a. Uh, there's apparently a phenomenon in the city where he lives on the other side of the peninsula, or on the other side of Puget Sound on the peninsula here in Washington in uh, Bremerton. There's this myth of shrimpy. So Carrot uh, has this giant shrimp outfit that he will wear to some of these uh, festivals and. At any rate, check out Garrett on Liminal Earth. It's uh, oh, yeah, amusing. Liminal dot Earth, the URL as well. So mm-hmm. I just found that I had to. Yep. So uh, he and his cronies are all about exploring unexplained phenomenon and hyping everything from ghosts to aliens to communicating with plants and trying experiments and. I gave Garrett years ago, uh, my pal Durkee, the composer, uh, had a bunch of equipment and including what are called mind machines, which are these light and sound machines. So that I had sold, let's say 25 years ago, 20 to 25 years ago. And I had still had two of these mind machines that are used for brainwave entrainment. And I gave those to Garrett as a gift to get his start in non-ordinary <laughs> reality uh, that's so but, interesting huh. so that that was one thing that you're so it just reminded me of garrett who is um celebrating the marvelous uh the unexplained and the absurd yeah as a way of opening people's minds to more but the other thing that it, you're what you made me think of is that what if there were no need to think, right? What if like we didn't need to get up and say, okay, I'm going to feel like this today because again, feeling is feeling is learned, right? Feeling is a learned, is a learned pattern deciding. And so we can create, we can certainly create new patterns and we can be very sophisticated about that and manifest things. And I feel like that's most of what um, modern day achievement and accomplishment gurus are pushing, right? It's that, it's that mindset. And we are, and we have certainly benefited from that way of thinking in the material world. There's no doubt about it. My ability to think positively, to believe, to um, have 
uh, patterns of thinking that are beneficial to me and to rehearse and, and believe in those patterns has gotten me to this place. But what about not needing to think, not needing to have a judgment about our experience? What about navigating in a very pure way that wasn't built on a habituation of thoughts and feeling patterns and uh, desires that are all learned for the most part beyond, you know, just the, there is the natural need to feed ourselves, right? We have all the, the basic, but once all that is done, what do we need or want to think about? Is there a need for this kind of thought and judgment? And what if we were navigating purely walking into uncharted territory and going by some other guidance system? What is that other guidance system? What is the, what is the pure part of our spirit that knows how to navigate without all the clutter and all the judgment of the thinking that we pile on top of right. our habituated life. I, I guess that's it though, right? Like that's the questions, like how, how, how do we do that? But even by pondering the how there's a, it's not like I'm grappling for a framework, right? And I don't need to be. And I, I know that. So, okay. So there's the knowing and then the actually like being, <laughs> there's, there's the knowing and then like understanding and, and then actually being, and I, I guess that's like, again, oh, it's so funny how every time my words come out, I feel like I'm, um, holding down. I'm, I'm minimalizing what we're actually saying it's so funny words feel so trivial <laughs> well really do. well they yeah in a way they are compared to the vastness of all the possibilities beyond words and just think of uh think of how people who speak different languages how their worlds how different their worlds look yeah well, you know, the priorities and the abilities just based on the lang the language. And so, so even just imagine if we could speak and think in 10 or 20 different languages, how many possibilities right. that would open up for ways of looking at things. And, so and that is exactly, I'm, and I'm going to go back to the work piece just to, so I, the, the reason I got this culture map book, right, is I'm, I'm working with people in uh, Israel and Belgrade and Hong Kong and Vietnam and um, trying to find a way to build a company culture that doesn't rob anyone of their culture. Does that make sense? And yes. So where, where are the integration points? Yeah. Like what do we, and so I was working with, and I love this almost anytime I talk to someone whose native language is not English. So yesterday, um, a woman from Israel was talking and she, and this happens, I swear, every time I speak with somebody who's a non-native English speaker, 
they're trying to find a word that they know in their language but they don't know an English equivalent. There's no word in English that says what this is. So they use other words to describe it that, you know, we can tire our English minds around, right? And I love that process. I love it. And at the same time, I, I feel almost badly that they're limited by our language. And, and I wish that, I, you know, I want to, like makes me want to expand my world so I can understand what, piece is missing for them and and anyway i don't know all of us have been kind of emptying our bags on the counter to look at what we've got what do we have what's in common what's different and and sorting through it in that way and i i think that you know there's some relationship to what we're talking about in the way that it goes back to there aren't necessarily always words that describe it and so finding a common way to communicate a, a common way to relate and and connect is the challenge of, of my current responsibility right my current work responsibility and yet it's so parallel with this bigger thing that we're doing that we're doing here I feel like there's so many um, things that like what applies over here applies over here as well and and there's just this constant learning and and, and growing about it that I'm so excited by. I love that. Mm -hmm. yeah, that made sense. Sometimes I feel like words are just coming out and there's no, uh, there's no well, logic. They are, they, well, <laughs> well, they are, the words are limiting <laughs> just by. By the nature of them, huh? Yeah, they, yeah. they are, word, the words are limiting because the, again, and then each person has their own understanding of words. I mean, we certainly have seen that here in American politics. Oh, right? absolutely. Right. Right. Yep. The every that the and and the meaning of those words and the significance is also related to people's spiritual uh, the spiritual level at which they operate. And it's um and we've talked about this in the past and at lower levels of let's call it spiritual accomplishment or um i don't know that you could call it status but um spiritual dimensions and lower spiritual dimensions the truth there is no uh, ability to even discern truth from falsehood and so people whatever people make up for them is true yeah and that's what we're that's what we're seeing in U.S. politics, that uh, people are convinced that even something that is an obvious lie is true because they don't have the spiritual capacity to discern truth from falsehood. And um, unfortunately, that's a lot of people. Yeah. But here we are, and we're at a place where not only can we discern truth from falsehood but we're getting to places where um, we're trying to understand things without words without uh, the limit of words we're trying to understand who we are and how to navigate uncharted territory because there is way more 
uncharted territory, the comfort, I guess, the comfort of being uh, living a life within a certain set of frameworks that are societal, that are maybe religious, that are communal. So these are the laws, the rules, the, the communal agreements we have with our society. But living in that is very safe and it keeps us from uncharted territory. Yet there is far more uncharted territory than there is charted territory. And it's a magnet on the scale of magnitudes right that the real universe that the 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 real world or universe in which we live is hundreds ten thousands magnitudes greater than we could possibly understand and imagine and so all of that yet we are all of that uncharted territory we are in it of it we are connected to it and it's just that our minds have whittled it down to comfortable chunks, right? How many of us, we, right, have a home, have a mortgage, have a car, have a job, right? It's a very predictable uh, pathway to, let's call it success in American society and in other societies it's not that much different you know but but how much more is there so well much. there's a lot so there's much. a lot yeah there's a lot and we are by the nature of every material thing we do we are just constraining constraining that experience in yeah. the it's pretty Right. So the words and so the more words we have and the more people we, you know, the, the more points of view we can bring in, we can see that it's greater. But we're only like our crew. Um, I also deal with people from all over the world in our business. We have videographers in Italy. We have team members in Colombia, we have um, Swiss Colombians and French speaking Colombians, and we have a Bulgarian and we have, right, we have people from all over and everyone has their own point of view. And that brings a certain culture into the company, but it's not everyone has there. Everyone has a, a similar core need to be acknowledged and approved and to want fellowship with other people and to have joy, right? To do things that are fun. So we do things with our group. We have a quiz. We do a, a Kahoot. If you know that app, Kahoot. Mm -hmm. We do a Kahoot for, uh, during the pandemic, especially, we would do a Kahoot uh, quiz every Friday and somebody different in the group, uh, in the company would organize it. And so these would be quizzes about clients, shoots, uh, the nature of our corporation, all kinds of, some could be educational, funny, but, and at the end, if you were on the podium, if you were the, one of the top three, you would get 
what are we call gordos or Fridays or Viennes der Gordos, which is, you know, fat Friday. Yeah. You'd get a giant cookie or a cake or a. That's great. I like that. Right. But the, the, the core of all of that was that joy, that joy and laughter was the, the easiest. It is. Right? Joy and laughter connector. was the easiest trick to connect yeah. everyone. It really because for a while it removes material the concerns about the material world you're focusing on something that is um, a game which has really no point other than to make people chuckle exactly and then you get a cookie or, <laughs> or a cake or in if I were to win here in the U.S. Greg would uh, like order lamb chops or something and have uh have Amazon Fresh deliver lamb chops. To, <laughs> to That's great. House. That's hilarious. Oh man. But those are the the those are the tricks of connecting people without um without so much contrivance, right? Because it's the laughter, it's the making fun of each other, it's the it's the giving up of the ego for a moment and and something that ties back to a theme that we've carried right is as connecting moments of joy and yeah making those bigger and like that's something that like if i can help bring that to a culture moments of joy and expand those moments of joy across um yeah i mean like that's something that's a a goal for sure i want it because i want to be experiencing that right so it's like finding yes. the pockets where that exists and then expanding it um because <laughs> it's, it's a it's a selfish <laughs> adventure <laughs> but it, in a way it is but by doing that i feel like it uh spreads it spreads to others and well if we are truly nature if we are all that is then the quest for joy should translate to everything that we are connected to i mean and that's it's a... exactly it right and like even even the opportunities that come into our life work-wise or other um i feel like yeah it, it's that point where the only things you allow in are things that align and they only get to stay as long as they're aligned with where I am and where I think I'm going. Yeah, but again, all of that is uncharted. It is uncharted. It's 100% uncharted. And I think that that's part of the appeal though too, right? Is that this is not yet defined. If it were, it wouldn't be interesting, right? If it were already defined for me and I just had to fill a slot like that, it's not interesting to me at all. Um, what's interesting is that there's uncharted territory. There are paths to be made here. There's, you know, grounds that has not yet been covered. Um, and a company that's willing to get behind somebody who wants to go explore those uncharted lands you know i think that that's mm -hmm. that's a pretty good uh, thing that is a pretty good thing <laughs> it's a pretty good thing oh man Whew. my brain is like 
<laughs> doing that thing, Stefan, that it does after That's we good. talk for a while. I love it. I really do. I love it. I think it's it's like I I do become hungry for it. Like through, you know, it like it's like stopping to eat on a hike. You know, your sugar gets low. You get like, and then you got to go take your little snack break and get your yeah refill recharge and i feel recharged again it's funny because it is almost like my <laughs> do this with my eyes really big eyes um but i do i feel like i like we reach a point where my brain's like okay stop stop i can't do any more today this is it you gotta just go settle with this and then and but then it's like a refueling um or recharging and so whew, yeah my brain hit that part <laughs> yeah and what i what i think this actually is is we keep um it's it's not that we are necessarily going further it's that we are content we are already in this place of greater of expanded it's just that we continue to try to find ways to explain it to ourselves yeah and and to like it's you the, know yeah wrap words around the uncharted ground that you're covering in a lot of ways like i mean it's at least uncharted in my brain and you know as i uncover things i get super excited i'm like oh here's a there we can get through here <laughs> we think, what happens if we go this way and then we come out on the other side and what do we see what's how's the view different um yeah 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 i just want to be and have that be all right i want to be and i want to have access to all that i can be every day every minute and uh i would be grateful if my mind could get out of the way and that i would just be able to navigate by some other mechanism some other non-linear mechanism some three-dimensional mechanism yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh that again the the problem is is that um anytime we try to define this like uncharted uncharted territory or try to figure out how to navigate within on this vast landscape uh it it implies that there is a right and a wrong, a left and a right, a forward right. and a back and up and a down. A proper but, framework. And there's but, not a proper framework. But there is, there is none. And that's, there, that's, there is none. We, the, the, the only thing is we exist as in and of the all, uh, in the, uh, the all and the nothing we're all we are part of all of it yeah it's like i feel like um like if there is this a little we'll just say a little character right that's like here's the ladder i want you to climb up here 
And then when you get up there, I want you to let go of the ladder and just trust that everything's going to be all right. And like, yeah. you never needed the ladder. Your mind thought you needed the ladder. And, and so I gave you a ladder so you could wrap your little tiny mind around this. And then <laughs> now I want you to let go of the ladder and just trust. That's a great, that's a great metaphor. <laughs> that's why I feel like my brain is trying to wrap its mind around like yeah. oh my gosh we just let go of the ladder and it's true we didn't need the ladder <gasps> now what <laughs> you, know? you give me another ladder to go to the next level and then like and like right. the little guy's going you don't need the ladder don't you see like and I I get it but at the same time my mind is just like ladder I need the ladder for this part <laughs> That is the, that's the best, uh, that is an excellent <laughs> metaphor for all of this. That's a really great metaphor. And uh, yeah, I mean, even in the, the Hawkins book of transcending the levels of consciousness, right? There's, there are at the upper levels, there is no there's no little ladder. guy with a ladder, right? There is no little guy with the ladder anymore. There's yeah. no ladder. There's no. But there's, there's no... got to be an understanding that, you, like, you're like fine without the little guy and his ladder, right? Like, I mean, there's like this, yes, like without the. So I'm at the place where I'm like, okay, I realize that there's a little guy with a ladder that I have manifested because my brain needs it, but now. I get that if I let go of the little guy with the left, so it's like I, there's the understanding, but then actually believing it or or getting my brain to go, I got this without the idea of the little guy in the ladder. Like my brain isn't ready to say, like it wants to be, I want it to be, I want it to be, but, but you're just told you're yet. just telling me your brain isn't ready, but you're the boss of your brain. Right, right. And that's where <laughs> that's it. And so <laughs> change, change the way you think. Um yeah, it, it is it is one of those things. And it, it's a it's a practice that I, I want to change the way I think until I don't need to change the way I think anymore, if that makes sense. And yes. like I haven't reached that point yet, but I am aware of that. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> that's where I'm at today. <laughs> yeah. That's really, you've come up with a really good metaphor. I like it. Well, and the, it at these, at these, in these levels of consciousness, <laughs> there, you know, there's, a, there are points where there is, uh, you know, where there are these stages of science and investigation and kind of uh, objective material truths. And then there is, you know, then there's this, these places of joy and bliss. And then at the highest levels, it's completely beyond that, where it is just being, uh, it is described as peace, it is described as there is no word for it at that point, right? And so that that's these ladders, right? Where we've, um, there are increasing ladders, but the, at the, there is that point that we see it where there is no more ladder and there is no more need to be in, in that space where the ladder is gone. 
there is just being there's not even a need to emote to judge to uh try to figure anything out anymore and so <laughs> so i i don't i i haven't got any more yeah there's no i ran <laughs> I, out too right? <laughs> the words we... are done. yeah i i think that leaves us though with a really good i don't know a lot to ponder a lot to carry not even carry it doesn't feel like that it feels like a lot to just work with i guess and we have a lot of material for this week moving forward a yeah. lot of practice for me. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm practicing other than um, being. Yeah, we'll that's see. the... We'll see how it feels when I go out into today. At some point, I will go out into the world and I will go buy groceries and I will... <laughs> I need to do the same thing. <laughs> feed, my, feed myself and uh, I will see how it feels. And that's it. That's it. Well, Stefan, <laughs> I think that we had a great call again today. Yep. Yeah, we climbed a lot of ladders and then we, <laughs> we let go of them. We let go of them. <laughs> we threw those ladders away. <laughs> we don't need no stinking ladders here. No, I, th I think it's a, uh, yeah, thank you for this. And, um, and thank you for this. Yeah, let's let's do this again. Same 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 bat same week. time, same bat channel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, take right. care and and um yeah, I'll see you next week. Thank you, Jamie. See you next Thank week. Thank you, Stefan. <laughs>